You're listening to the Big Reviewski on Joe with Chicago Town. Pizza? Yeah, we go to town on it. Hello and welcome to the Big Reviewski with Chicago Town Pizza. My name is Owen, there's Rory, and if you're sick and tired of scrolling through Netflix and Disney and Amazon thinking there's absolutely nothing to watch, don't worry, we are here to help. We've got great recommendations for the small screen, the big screen at your local cinema, and also this week, we're so kind, we want to give you some free pizza. All you have to do to enter our free pizza competition is head over to the Big Reviewski on Twitter, at Big Reviewski, and you'll be in with a chance of winning those lovely Chicago Town pizza goodies. And get this, Rory Cashin will personally deliver that pizza to your house. Isn't that right, Rory? What is this part? Is that like in the T's and C's for sure? Uh, I have a few legal things to work out, but I'm just saying it now, I so it do. probably has to happen. Okay. Well, I mean, once the lawyers tell me, I guess there's not a lot I could do about it. So. I mean, you're welcome, I guess. That's providing yes. I don't eat the pizza you on are. the way to your house. So, <laughs> Well, that's true. Uh, we'll also include that in the T's and C's that Roy cannot do that. So all you have to do is head over to Twitter, at Big Reviewski, and you could be in with a chance of winning those. Now, every single week, we bring you some weird and wonderful stories from the world of TV and film. This week is no different. And Roy, have you heard of something called Nestflix? Well, I think you're saying it wrong. It's, I think it's pronounced Netflix. Yes, you are thinking of the hugely popular streaming service, Netflix, but I'm actually saying Nestflix with an S. And this is actually a brilliant new website that has been designed by a designer, no less. Mm. And it's unbelievably addictive and brilliant fun. It's actually at nestflix.fun. And do you know whenever you're watching a real movie and a real TV show and a fictional fake one will pop up in the middle of it? Yeah, yeah. This is actually, somebody has compiled all of those fake fictional ones to make a Netflix version for those. So you can just scroll through these for hours. So I've, I've actually picked out some of my favorites <laughs> to give you an idea of just how good this actually is. So a show like The Simpsons mm. will have millions uh, from its series like over the years. So the first one here is uh, Hans Molman, of course, starring in Man Getting Hit by Football. <laughs> Uh, we also have, if anybody's a fan of the U.S. office uh, with Michael Scott, a.k.a. Steve Carell, uh, special agent Michael Scarn in Threat Level Midnight, which was uh, hugely popular. But now you can actually scroll through something to see it. Magnificent. And because I'm not completely selfish, I actually picked one out for you as well. So drum roll, please. You can actually scroll through to see Galaxy Quest, not the film. It's the TV series from the movie itself. Oh, that's, I appreciate that. I appreciate that quite a bit. Is it, is it the classic one or is it the, the new and improved one that has Sam Rockwell in it? Do you know what? It probably has a wee bit of both because the attention to detail from the designer, Lynn Fisher, is incredible. So she's made it that you can just scroll through uh, and all the details are there when it aired and who starred in it and taglines from it. Uh, it's just like you're absolutely going to love it, especially if you're a massive uh, TV and movie geek uh, as well. Now, she put a call out for loads of submissions and basically the internet loved it so much. They were like, you forgot all of these <laughs> and dumped so many more of her. So she's actually had to put a pause up on the site and say, please stop sending me stuff. I will try and get it all added as soon as possible. So it's over at nestflix.fun. As I said, if you're a massive nerd who loves 
uh, the little details, like in things like Tropic Thunder or Bojack Horseman or any show that you've watched, like the Rural Juror, I can't even say it, the Rural Juror from 30 Rock is in there as well. So it's, it's amazing shows. Uh, and movies like that. But we are going to go out uh, with another one of my favourites. I know it's not really the time of season for it, but when I was growing up watching Home Alone, Angels with Filthy Souls uh, is an absolute cracker. So uh, it's up there as well. Take it away, more boss Johnny. I'm going to give you to the count of ten to get your ugly, yellow, no-good keister off my property before I pump your guts full of lead. All right, Johnny, I'm sorry. I'm going. One... Two, ten. <laughs> Keep the change, you filthy animal. And now on to some real movies which you can actually watch. Rory, what have we got? Well, first up, we've got Reminiscence, which is the big screen debut from Lisa Joy, who was one of the co-creators for HBO's recent big sci-fi Westworld uh, show. Uh, she's got Hugh Jackman, Rebecca Ferguson, and Tanny Newton in this one. It's got a very Inception-y vibe to it. It's set in a world after global warming has kind of ruined it, and Hugh Jackman's playing a private investigator who delves into the memories of other people to help them kind of find happier places, I guess, in in in, in the past, because as I mentioned, the world is ruined. Uh, and he gets caught up looking for Rebecca Ferguson's character after she visits him uh, looking for his services, and then she goes missing. Again, like with last week, at the time of recording, no reviews have gone out for this movie, so no uh, no way to tell yet whether the movie's good or not, except if you look into the fact that the reviews have not gone out yet, and that in itself is a way of uh, guessing. Yeah. That's pretty much uh, an Inception-style review of an Inception-style film, uh, as well as I try to figure out whether that's actually a good thing or not. Um, I actually love the look of it because I love Inception. It also, they're doing that kind of old noir style thing where Hugh Jackman is narrating it uh, mm. as if he was like some kind of private uh, detective, Humphrey Bogart style as well. And it's impossible for me not to think of this as some kind of greatest showman sequel, uh, just with Rebecca Ferguson and Hugh Jackman in there as well. So I'd like to think this is where they ended up. I mean... I guess we won't know until it comes out because they won't let us talk about it until it does. So we'll see. When the waters began to rise and war broke out, nostalgia became a way of life. There wasn't a lot to look forward to. So people began looking back. Amazing. Um, So that is Reminiscence uh, coming out this week. What else have we got? We've got Snake Eyes. Uh, it's been, I think, about eight years since the last G.I. Joe movie. And this one's kind of a prequel, sidequel, reboot, spin-off, whatever you want to call it, of that. Uh, it tells the origin story of Snake Eyes, who fans of G.I. Joe, he's kind of like a fan favourite. In this, he's played by a uh, kind of new hunky heartthrob, Henry Golding. Uh, you can definitely see that director is pushing for this to be along the lines of Mission Impossible or Fast and the Furious. Um, unfortunately, if you look at Rotten Tomatoes, it's got 38%. So they didn't quite achieve that high benchmark. But the director, he did a Flight Plan a few years ago, which is solid. He did Red, that old people kill people. Uh, action movie which was solid so I have a feeling this is going to be 
solid, just not going to like blow your mind or anything. So if you're just looking for two areas of attractive people and stuff blowing up, you could do worse. Solid snake eyes, which is a little Metal Gear Solid uh, reference for everybody out there. Right. I'm an atrocious gamer, so I don't <laughs> even know if that made sense. Did it, Rory? It made enough sense to be an okay joke, yes. Okay, fair enough. Um, am I right in saying this has nothing to do with the 90s thriller starring Nick Cage, also called Snake Eyes? You're right, yeah, yeah. I think everyone except you and I forgot that existed, so, yeah. <laughs> that's true. You, me, and Nick Cage as well. No, I think um, you forgot to. No, that's great. To, uh, <laughs> actually, speaking of forgetting, the um, the fact that there were G.I. Joe movies made previously was something that completely slipped my mind until I heard that this one was coming back out again. So it'll be interesting to see if they do manage to successfully reboot it or create this sidequel, as you're uh, officially calling it. You saved my life. Why? I'm not a murderer. I looked into your eyes and I saw honor. I owe you. We are going home. I don't have a home. Not yours. Mine. And the last one is Censor, which is a new British horror movie. Uh, it stars Neve Algar, who we will be talking to at length later in this episode and then at length even further again if you go to joe's youtube channel um she plays a, a member of it's kind of like the bbfc i think it's the ifco group over here the people who see the movies before they come out and if there's too much sex or violence or you know anything that might be uh need censoring she's the lady who, who snips that stuff out um and the latest film that she has been given she sees it and thinks that the lead actress might be her long lost sister and that the film itself is not just a horror movie, but an actual real life snuff movie where someone got killed on the set. So she takes it upon herself to try and figure out whether it actually is her missing sister or not. It is a deeply upsetting, unsettling horror movie. Uh, so if you're a hardcore horror fan, absolutely can't recommend it enough. If you're a more laid back, oh, I'll go see Scream or Halloween, you know, a, a, a regular horror film. Th- this might be a touch too much, I think, for those particular horror fans. I know you're speaking directly to me there yeah. uh, at, at the very end. There's this actress. I've got this feeling that's Nina. Oh, my sister. You know, if someone did take it, then there's still out there. You've never been clear on exactly what you remember. Even the trade of this, it has an old, what I love about it, has that old Garth Marenghi kind of uh, look, like the feel of it, the music, the outfits. So I'm really drawn to it in that way. And then I see the absolutely uh, terrifying shots from it. And I'm like, ah, maybe I'll give that one a miss until it's uh, slightly brighter outside. But uh, yeah, no, so Censor, uh, starring Neil Algar, who is uh, an unbelievable Irish actor. So she'll be coming up uh, later on the show. So those are all brand new big screen releases that you can go and see in your cinema. Um, but in terms of getting excited about future films, what have we got as our favorite trailer of the week? We're actually not picking a film this week. We're going to go with a limited Ooh. series, uh, but it is also a scary one, so I know that might be a little bit problematic for you, Owen. Um, tell me this, though. Did you watch The Haunting of Hill House when it came out on Netflix? 
No, I did not. Are you absolutely completely mad? Obviously, everyone else did. Mm. Um, friends did, recommended it. Family did. Even my mommy and daddy watched it. And I was like, yeah, just, I'll just, I'll take your word that it's amazing. It was, it was, it was fantastic. So the guy who created that, his name is Mike Flanagan. He uh, wrote and directs all, all those episodes, and he's doing another limited series for Netflix. Uh, it's coming out this September. It's called Midnight Mass. It's got it's it's got a lot of the same cast that he had for uh, Haunting of Hill House, and then he had another one last year, the year before, The Haunting of Blind Manor. Uh, so he obviously likes working with this cast over and over again, and he's bringing in a few newbies as well. But the story revolves around a kind of an isolated island, um, and a new priest arrives there, and as he arrives, a, a sort of miraculous event happens, and it starts to cement some strong religious feelings within the community on the island uh and it, it all starts to get a bit culty and supernaturally and scary and people on the island are turning against each other not sure who to trust or what if what they're seeing is real um the trailer itself is it's very very creepy even though it doesn't give a huge amount away but there is i have to give special mention to there's, a, there's an actor in it called rahu Kohli who was in Blind Manor, and he is in this as well. And I'm aware of an internet phenomenon of like just pure Twitter thirst for particular actors. I have never in my life encountered... If you, if you see his stuff on Twitter, the, the thirst for him is beyond compare. Like you could put up the biggest actor or actress or whatever in the world, and it just... I, I I don't like it, it's just, it's beyond my verbalization. Like it just it needs to be seen to be believed because it's actually it itself is some kind of like needs to be studied. It's a miracle. I and I just appreciate it a huge amount. But he is in this, so I imagine the thirst levels will just rise again. Uh, and I know I've I've spun out a bit, but Midnight Mass is uh, coming to Netflix this September. All seven episodes uh, and all that cast, including Rahul Kohli. So I'm sure there'll be a lot of people very excited to see it. I don't think I've ever heard you that speechless before, but uh, it's worth checking out for that uh, alone. Um, we'll take a quick look here. But what I am excited about as well, it casts, um, or they cast Henry Thomas, mm. who played Elliot in E.T. Obviously, he's not a child anymore. He's a fully grown man. Yep. But there's no way they would make him scary. No way they would make him scary. So I can't wait to see this. Uh, here's a little look at the brand new show. We tend to dislike mysteries. Feel uncomfortable not knowing. The more that we know, the less we bend, the more brittle we become. That show looks absolutely amazing, obviously very creepy, and that's probably enough creepiness for one show, I would say, Rory. So everything else is going to be sweet and funny from here on in, starting with our home releases, isn't that right? Uh, you put me in an awkward position, I'm afraid. Uh, our first show is a creepy <laughs> series called nine perfect strangers it's got an all-star cast set against a beautiful backdrop uh we we were introduced to a group of characters who are played by the likes of melissa mccarthy bobby cannavale uh luke evans samara weaving regina king uh some really like brilliant character actors and they go to this resort uh kind of a wellness resort that's run by a elusive enigmatic person played by Nicole Kidman who kind of wants to reset their lives but of course uh, this being a new 
dramatic thriller from the guy behind the undoing and Big Little Lies to something more afoot. Um, I will say the first three episodes are, will be available on Prime Video from Friday 20th of August. And it does take to kind of the end of the second episode for you to go, oh, I see the vibe of the show now. So you have to kind of give it that little bit of space. But once it gets there, you'll appreciate it more for what it's, I think, trying to do. Plus all those famous people, they're all great seeing them all together. Michael Shannon, he's in it as well. Completely forgot about him. And he's great. Um, so yeah, so seeing all these famous people in, a, in the show together is just, it's a touch of class and I appreciate that. I'm on my way to that health retreat I was telling you about. Apparently I'm in need of some fixing. Welcome to Tranquilla Mouse. We're gonna get you well. This is gonna be the best thing. It has to be. Yeah, this looks like, even from the trailer alone, just really well-made TV, as you said. Big Little Lies and The Undoing, uh, kind of in the back catalogue. Nicole Kidman uh, kind of leading this all-star cast. Um, but this is exactly the reason, like watching the trailer, I've seen, you know, there's a turn is taken. And this is the reason I don't go on retreat to these wellness places. Mm. just going to stay at home and watch something on TV and watch other people do it uh, instead. So that's all the sinister, creepy stuff out of the way. Um, what's next? Well, now for something completely different. It's a show that's set against a beautiful backdrop and filled with famous people who all interact mm-hmm. with each other and it all goes to hell. Uh, but this one is HBO's huge new show, The White Lotus. Uh, if anyone who's talked to me in the last couple of months or followed me on Twitter, they know I've been banging this drum for a while now. Uh, it's finally finished its run in the States. So all six episodes of the first season are available on now, right now. Um, and you will absolutely blitz through them all because you've got Steve Zahn, Jennifer Coolidge, Alexandra Daddario, just this really, again, fantastic set of character actors and actresses uh, in this beautiful Hawaiian resort. Uh, and you get to see how rich people behave around the people who kind of have to be subservient to them. So the clients uh, are treating the staff at this resort just like absolute muck and it's it's got some succession vibes to it but it's also got a mystery at the center of it that i won't give away at all uh and it's it's very funny very dark very uncomfortable but still so far this year definitely like one of the better shows i've seen in 2021 the goal is to disappear behind our masks as pleasant interchangeable helpers it's tropical kabuki aloha a happy beer. We're on our honeymoon. You're such valued guests. Welcome to the White Lotus. You texted me uh, just a few days ago, like really excitedly saying that this was now available to watch. So I've actually seen the first episode on your recommendation and I loved it. And it hasn't even got into the proper kind of mystery and what's going on here. As you said, it's just so dark and so funny and Jennifer Coolidge is just an unbelievable actor. Uh, you just crack up laughing at every scene that she's in, but um, cannot wait to watch the other episodes in that. Uh, and last but not least, what have we got? We've got Sweet Girl, uh, which is... Okay, so there was a little... What, did you see Extraction, the Chris Hemsworth action movie that came to Netflix? Yes, and action is the word so action-packed. So he uh, he had this like real hit movie. I think it's like the most watched movie on Netflix to date. 
if I remember my numbers correctly, and you could see Jason Momoa was like, that, I want some of that for me. So he's got a new big action movie uh, where it's, it's violent and it's aimed at adults, uh, and it's it's got that kinetic kind of real physicality to it. Um, and he's playing the, f- the widowed father of a woman who he believes was hard done by by a pharmaceutical company, so he takes it upon himself to try to get revenge for that. And along for the ride is his young daughter, who was in the most recent Transformers movie, not Bumblebee, the, the most recent bad one with Mark Wahlberg. But she also played Dora the Explorer in the Dora the Explorer movie, and she was actually brilliant in it, so she's a fantastic young actress. Uh, so it's most of the movie, it's the father and daughter paired together in this fugitive-esque action run. Now, big asterisk. Netflix are releasing it on Friday, the 20th of August, and have requested all reviews don't get published until Friday, the 20th of August. So if you're seeing this before then, I don't care about your embargo, Netflix. And this is what I think about Sweet Girl, because... I can't believe you went on a four-hour rant uh, <laughs> about Sweet Girl. That sounds incredible, Rory. Um, just one point there. You mentioned the young actor who plays uh, Dora the Explorer. I actually found out Isabel Mercad is her name. Yes. And she was excellent in the live-action version. But I didn't know this. Years before, since 2014, she has been the real voice of Dora the Explorer uh, as well. So if you're, if you're looking for a film that has, you know, way more action, uh, with Dora the Explorer, like kind of going nuts in the jungle, um, then this is probably going to be the film for you. So when is that out again? That drops on Netflix Friday, 20th of August. The past is like a dream. Suspect is armed and dangerous. Images and feelings that offers some truth about how we got here. Even if details are blurred with time. Brilliant. Excellent. Now it's time for pizza and a movie, everybody. You know, this is an absolutely massively tense rivalry between Mm. myself and Rory. Um, Week one, I just, you know, cleaned up. It was an easy victory for me. We're both going to make uh, a recommendation for everybody to watch at home while eating a delicious Chicago Town pizza, mm-hmm. uh, a film that you can watch uh, on your TV during the week, at the weekend. Uh, now, last week, uh, Roy, you chose which film? Uh, Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's Eleven, yeah. excellent, which, you know, for the record, again, when you mentioned it, uh, I was very excited about that because it is one of my favourite films uh, of all time. It's just so entertaining. And I had chosen... Uh, Primal Fear, starring a young uh, Ed Norton and Richard Gere as well. So we're about to reveal, so yet another drum roll, please. Uh, let's get the reveal of last week's pizza and a movie poll, please. Here we go. Oh, come on, what? Wow. You must be joking. Nice. <laughs> I knew there was going to be, I can't believe I've completely been decimated uh, in the past week. Did you arrange it that it was going to be 69? Is that just because it's really like, what's going on there? I think it it just ties into the numerical kind of title of the movie as well. It's just nice to have a little symmetry of the importance numbers. So I I appreciate it. 
Yeah. Um. Again, I'm going to be perfectly honest. I actually chose your one as well this week and sat and watched it uh, over the weekend. So thanks for the recommendation. <laughs> but that's because I had watched Primal Fear recently, mm. but Ocean's Eleven uh, is a lot of fun. And OK, we'll say a deserved winner. Now, you've gone first the past two weeks, yes. but I'm going to hijack it here and oh, I'm well. going to go first this week. So last week I went for uh, mystery and mad men and a bit of murder. Uh, but this week I'm going to go furry and fuzzy. And it's all about the funny family film this week. I have chosen from 2014, Paddington. Mm. Yeah, you see, I'm going to pull in the heartstrings here. And there's no way you can't vote for Paddington. I mean, look at that face. So uh, the reason I've gone for this is obviously if you're watching this at home on your own, uh, whether you're with your housemates or whether you're with your family, you have my personal Owen Doherty guarantee that everybody is going to love watching this film. It's also only an hour and a half long and it's directed and written by a guy called Paul King, who was responsible for Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. He worked on that and also The Mighty Bush. So there are loads of brilliant hidden jokes in there for the adults as well. So there's no way anybody is not going to vote for Paddington. But what stupid film have you picked <laughs> this week, Rory? Well, I think... Yeah, like Paddington obviously is like one of the best, and the sequel, two of the best uh, family-friendly movies of the last decade or so. Uh, but I've gone for one that has just, like this second, as we're speaking, depending on when you're watching it, been added to uh, Disney+. Plus. It is Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion. So I think... It's going to be a tough one this week because this was this was directed by a guy called David Menkel who actually wrote some of the best episodes of The Simpsons uh, and he also co-wrote The Simpsons movie. It's got Phoebe from Friends and Mira Savino going back to the high school reunion uh, pretending to be super successful when neither of them actually are super successful. And it's got an incredible supporting cast. And it's it's got that Anchorman-esque randomness comedy before Anchorman did it. Uh, and it's it's very, very funny and just completely off the wall. Uh, and again, it hasn't been available on streaming services for for a while. So the fact that it's come back, I think this will kind of reinvigorate its, its cult status. So what we got this week is a behemoth like Paddington <laughs> and a hidden gem like Romeo and Michelle. And I guess we'll see... I mean, I'll watch them both because they're both great, but it's not up to me. It's up, it's up to, it's up to, it's up to them. So those are your two choices for pizza and a movie uh, this week. Remember, it's 1-1 in the series so far. I know everybody is incredibly invested mm. uh, in this and how uh, myself and Rory will fare. But two brilliant choices this week, Paddington versus Romeo and Michelle High School's reunion. Now, just before we hear from our big guests on this week's show, a reminder that you can win delicious free pizza. And all you have to do is head over to the Big Review Ski Twitter account uh, to be in with the chance of winning those goodies there. Um, you can enter uh, on Twitter and we'll announce our winner uh, ahead of next week then as well. So best of luck with that. And don't forget to subscribe to the show. Thank you so much for listening, for watching. Uh, thank you to Rory, everybody who's working so hard behind the scenes and also uh, everybody at Chicago Town Pizza as well. And Rory, I think that's us. So who is taking us out this week? Well, yeah, like the last couple of weeks we've had, we have had Matt Damon, we've had Sean Levy. Next week we have uh, the cast of Candyman coming on the show. But uh, this week we've got, as we mentioned, uh, both 
currently very impressive and still up and coming Irish star Niamh Algar, uh, who's the star of New Ar- uh, it's not Irish at all, New English horror movie Censor. Uh, you might recognize her from Camel Horses or The Virtues or any of the plenty of impressive uh, entries on her CV. But in this particular snippet, you're going to hear how she was saved by the one and only Ridley Scott from death. Now, what is that? Is she actually, was she about to die? And the 80 year old or wherever Ridley Scott saved her? Not exactly. But I'll leave it to Neve to, you know, explain it better than I could. Amazing. We'll see you all next week. Bye bye. Bye. I was filming in Ireland when I got that call. I was doing the, the last right and, uh, I was in this hotel and I just, I must have put a hole in the ground. Just, I was walking up and down, just every now and again, I forget that I wasn't about to go and work with Ridley Scott. And then all of a sudden I remember and it would come back tenfold and my heart would be going a hundred miles an hour and I'd start to get emotional. And and then you'd forget again. And then you, it was just, it was such a, yeah, it was such an amazing feeling. And, and then you begin to go, Oh God, is he sure now? Sure he's, Sure was my, sure was me. Sure was the, sure we, we, and then you start to get that imposter syndrome, and it wasn't until so Ridley directed the first first couple of episodes, and then we took a break. And I think I'm I am allowed to say this now. And um, but my character was originally meant to die in the fifth episode of the first season. Um, and Ridley and Aaron Gomolowski, who's the, the show creator, they rang me during during the break of when we shot the first couple of episodes and said look we don't want to kill you we don't want to kill you off we really love we really love what you're doing and um how do you feel and you're kind of going like what <laughs> yes of course I would love to stay so that was a, such a massive confidence boost to kind of go okay right obviously I'm not crap <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to the big review ski on Joe with Chicago time pizza yeah, we got a tine on it. <laughs> <laughs>